Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Warrior Survivor starts 29 games to see who stays on the island. Glad you're with us. And we're really glad that this guy's with us. Interesting, fascinating article on ESPN from Baxter Holmes. Baxter, great job. Love the article. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So in reading through the whole thing, here's the number one question I want to ask you. Is Joe Lacob realistic? Oh, man. Um, I think time is going to tell. Like, I don't. You know, I was reading a book the other day, and they made this point. It had nothing to do with sports. But the point was, things that have never happened before happen all the time. And he made a point when I was talking to him about how history, like, you know, yes, it can serve as a guide, but you can make your own future. Now, look, history certainly suggests that when dynasties are at the end, that it's very hard for them to remain competitive after they age out of a dominant run. You know, we've seen it for many years in all kinds of sports, not just the NBA. Um, I don't know necessarily what the future is going to hold for the Warriors. They do have some promising young players now. They're in a prestigious market. They have a great arena. Um, and, you know, their money situation, like we'll know a lot more after this summer, uh, what the cap looks like. But, Look, make no mistake, you know, the, the odds are up against them historically, but it's, I think, a little bit too early to judge potentially whether or not they'll be able to thread the needle and at the very least remain competitive uh, in this next chapter. And Joe Lacob told you that they will never be bottom feeders and that they will always be competitive. So how did he envision this going when he talked to you about bridging the gap with these young players who were going to take years to develop? Yeah, it was interesting because at that particular moment in time when they took them, a lot was kind of up in the air for the team itself. Like, you know, some of the players had either departed, like Kevin Durant, um, or had suffered major injuries. You know, uh, Steph had fractured his hand. Clay, you know, with his knee injury, and then he had another one after that. And then the pandemic arrived. And so there was just a lot up in the air. And they kind of took the swing for the fences approach in drafting some 
really raw but high ceiling players and hoping that you know things would turn out. Then they win the twenty two championship and everything is like, oh okay, I guess it's not over and you gotta pivot back towards focusing on that. And you know, what they hoped at the very least, what the organization hoped was that they could blend in some of these young guys into the lineups, you know, get them some minutes and at least know what they were. Because what they didn't want was to potentially bail on them. You see them blossom elsewhere and then you you know, you gave up on a prized asset without getting anything in return, or you gave up too early. But it was just too challenging to try to pull off, you know, with with going for a championship in the timeline. And he made it, Joe made a very honest point, I thought, that yes, it was going to be challenging for the coaches, yes, it was going to be challenging for the young players, but it was also going to be challenging for the veteran players to buy into that, to kind of seed control of the team and their goals. Um, to try to develop not just some young players, but some really raw players who came into the NBA with, you know, very little experience um, at the at the level just below, whether it was G League or college, what have you. Baxter Holmes, great feature uh, feature article on the current and future of the Warriors, joining us here on Willard and Dibs. So Baxter, uh, you know, I don't want to make it sound like there was some huge fight, but but you do in the article describe the tension that was created when Joe Lacob's bridge the gap idea led mm. to the drafting of those raw players and a coaching staff led by Steve Kerr that's like, that's not possible. How would you further describe that tension? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it was explained to me that at the time people understood, like, you know, it makes sense taking these kinds of players because we are in kind of an unknown right now. As I said, you got some major injuries, some departures, a team had missed the playoffs for two straight years. There's a pandemic going on. You don't know how some of the players who were injured, who were stars are going to come back. There's just like uncertainty everywhere. And it's like, well, why not? Like this makes sense in some ways because the future is uncertain and, and we're in this weird position. But again, that 22 championship kind of changed things. And that's where it became difficult. I think for people you know, whether it was on the coaching staff or even some of the star players, you know, they were like, we can't really shift out of our position. Like we have Steph Curry. And if you have Steph Curry and he's at the peak of his powers um, and he's healthy and some of the, other, you know, Clay came back and he was great. A bunch of, you know, the stars kind of aligned in that 22 season. And that's where there was tension. It was like, we cannot downshift on this. Like we have a championship window. It is still open. And we cannot move to anything else. Like, you know, there are teams that really do focus on developing young players. And they have no expectations, really. You know, they're allowed to lose games. These guys can turn the ball over a ton. Like, they're just in the quote-unquote rebuilding mode. The Warriors had players like that, um, you know, who, who would normally had played a ton of minutes. But it was just not the, – but the Warriors were not rebuilding. And that's where the rubber meets the road, and that's where the tension one is. It was like, how can we try to make things work? And ultimately, they couldn't. Do you get the sense from Joe in talking to him that these next 29 games will determine which route he takes in, in terms of the immediate future and also the longer-term future of this organization? I think the next – so I, I, it's an interesting point because, you know, they have some young players right now that are playing really well. Like guys like Pods and Kaminga, you know, these guys are, are, are really shining. And the team has kind of found something. They've found a bit of a blend. You know, we, we're seeing Clay come off the bench. And I know he was great recently when he did that. I think that these next 29 games will be a little bit of a window into the future. But there's still questions about this summer, both Chris 
Chris, <clears throat> excuse me, with Chris Paul and with Clay and what that looks like. But yes, it is, I would say, kind of a preview, potentially. You know, and, and something else that I would point out. So, like, with respect to Steph, oftentimes these, these dynasties are built around a star, and everybody kind of acknowledged to me, like, yes, this is built around Steph. But the point that Joe made to me um, it, that I thought was interesting is that the longevity of superstar players is changing. You know, like Tom Brady won a Super Bowl of 43. LeBron's playing great late into his career. Steph, you know, like what we think might be the end of a player's career or like when they kind of get there, it's starting to be redefined a little bit. And it's making dynasties in some ways, or at least, you know, long runs last longer than we might have thought possible. Um, and the Warriors are in that right now. Baxter, when you were talking to him about everywhere they've been and where they're going, do you get a sense of why Steve Kerr is not signed beyond this year? Uh, not really. I mean, look, he did mention to me, this was in the piece, but that he expects a deal to get done very soon. I've talked to a lot of people close to the matter. And, you know, here's, here's what I'll say on that. Steve's been in the NBA a long time. He understands how, you know, that the grass isn't always greener. He loves working for the Warriors, loves, the partnership with Steph and whatnot, you know, Joe made the remark to me, he said, you know, we're entering into kind of an interesting position, you know, potentially like, you know, we're building over, you know, at some point in time, you know, not really sure, not really sure what that looks like. And Steve has to decide how, you know, if he wants to be part of that. And if he wants, if, if, if this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance, whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, if the direction that we go, like how much that factors into his decision, but... My understanding is I expect a deal to get done soon. Joe said that to me. Um, I've heard that from other people kind of close to the matter. You know, I, I'd be very, I, I don't, and I've also heard this, that like Steve understands that Joe is the kind of guy like, you know, that he'll, you, you'll get a new deal when your current deal is done. Like that's just, that's kind of how he operates. So it's not unusual to work on an expiring deal under Joe. Um, and I'm told that Steve's fine with that. What did you make of Joe Lacob overall in terms of, and the word we use is arrogance, and I don't want you to take it with a negative connotation. Mark and I have had a lot of conversations about arrogance not being 
something that bothers him or really bothers me. But did, did you get a sense in talking to Joe that he's self-confident, arrogant, or both? <laughs> self-confident for sure. Incredibly passionate. Hell-bent is another word I would use or another phrase uh, that I would use. And, you know, he acknowledged to me at one point that, you know, like he said things in the past that had they not won could have, you know, kind of been his undoing, you know, obviously the, the light years come in some other stuff. And, but he is incredibly passionate about this team. He's been willing to spend the tax bill and everything, you know, certainly backs up that remark. I think, you know, at times it it's, you know, hit, his passion and his like his competitive fire and everything like that, it certainly comes out in everything he says, you know, I, and I, I think that he's speaking kind of from his heart in some ways. Now I'm sure when other people listen to it, it's like, there might be a little bit of like, Oh, you know, you can feel that, but maybe you shouldn't say that you're the owner. This is your position and whatnot, but it is how he feels. He really doesn't have a filter uh, when it comes to this stuff. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of trying to pull it off. And the one thing that he made, clear to me, I touched on this towards the end of the story was, um, you know, he doesn't ever want the Warriors to, to bottom out. He does not have any appetite for that, for just being at the bottom of the standings and you're aiming for top picks. And, but he believes as strongly as, and he calls this his ace in the hole, that if it comes to it, that the, and the Warriors need to go the route of, of, you know, going after star free agents, that the, the arena, the market, the culture that, you know, and their willingness to spend and all of that is what is going to help separate them. Um, and so free agency and getting star free agents was something that he very much believes in. Baxter, you buy that? Warriors are I a big, mean, big destination, even without Steph? I think, well, look, first of all, I know that players really like playing in the Bay. That arena is gorgeous. Um, the, you know, the, the quality of life there, the training facility, like it has all the amenities and the culture and everything that people know around the NBA and, willingness to spend and whatnot. Like they do have, they have an obvious leg up on a number of other cities, you know, make no mistake um, on that front. Yes. There are going to be questions for any player coming in. Like, okay, what does the roster look like? Are we competitive? Am I, is it me and a bunch of other young players, but some stars like that, you know, they could also look at it as, Hey, I had this, this whole team. Like it's, it can be my team from the get go. So you know, a lot of things I, I, I do look back at it is like the timeline of Steph. That's that's what it is. And we, you know, we just, you know, he's going to be 36 next month, I believe. Like, we just don't know how long he can continue to play at the level that he's at. He's, he's been extraordinary, you know, for however many years now. It's really something. Um, and it's, that is going to be, that's going to be the defining factor of how long this goes and what the future looks like. Baxter Holmes, ESPN, huge warrior feature article right now, ESPN.com. Check it out. Okay, it doesn't look to me from reading the article like you spoke directly to Steph, but but Baxter, I I, I do wonder in 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 sort of thinking, okay, yeah, Joe Lacob's gonna make a lot of decisions based on the next 29 games. How does Steph feel about that, do you think? Because if they do start to feature the young people. How's that help the rest of Steph's career? Yeah, I mean, look, Steph is a part of the calculus for every decision the Warriors are going to make. And there are certain stars who really throw their weight around with respect to what team building looks like, whether it's the coaches, whether it's other players are playing with. Steph has not 
ever been that guy. And the Warriors know that. They're like, he's not the guy who comes into Joe's office and demands that they have these kinds of players or not. Like, he has trusted the top of the organization, um, which I know has changed ever since Bob Myers left, but he's trusted the people there with respect to team building and competitiveness and whatnot. And, you know, he obviously doesn't want them to fall, tumble all the way back down the mountain and wants them to make, you know, aggressive moves to be um, competitive. But he, he's also clear eyed about, you know, kind of where they're at right now. And, and, uh, and has seen promise with some of the young players. And look, I think again, the next 29 games and seeing the, seeing what those look like, is, is going to be very interesting. You know, I, Joe made the point to me, he said, I wouldn't want to face this in the playoffs. I know that that sounds boastful, but, uh, the Warriors boast a ton of playoff experience. And I don't know that I would either if they continue to play on, on the way they're playing right now. Um, speak, I'm glad you brought up Bob Meyer's name, uh, Baxter. Did, did you speak to him about any of this? Um, I can't talk about you. Look, I, I, people that are named in the story that I talked to on the record are the ones that I spoke to. Right. On the record, and I'll leave the rest to everyone's imagination. Okay, let me ask it this way then: <laughs> Do you do you think this dynamic that you wrote about the uh, bridge, the gap that was built by Joe Lacob, do you think that has anything to do with why Bob Myers is now a coworker of yours? I uh, look. I certainly can't speak for Bob Myers. Um, one thing that I would say factored into Bob's decision-making, and I think he's been open about this, is feeling a bit burnout, or, you know, or needing time just to kind of step away. And I've, you know, I've talked to people who have expressed that about his decision. Um, I've also, t- I mean, I've talked to a ton of people just after a certain amount of time in the NBA that, you know, they come to that as well. But Bob was obviously in a unique position of having to, you know, the high, the championship expectations for, you know, what close to a decade, which is really unique. You don't have guys in that position for that long with those high of expectations. So, um, but yeah, I mean, look, and I also wouldn't be surprised if Bob gets back into it at some point, you know, I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan, but you get guys who are, are great at what they do and they just want to take some time off, whether they go work at ESPN or go play baseball. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an interesting line. Yeah. Uh, Baxter, thank you. Thank you for the time today. Absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, okay, Baxter. Baxter Holmes, ESPN. Big, big article on the future of the Warriors, as he puts it in the article or the, uh, the title of it, Dynasty at a Crossroads. Yeah. 29 it's... games to go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 